0: Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about music, life in an autistic household, writing, reading, and whatever random rabbit holes I've dived down lately. I'm so glad you're listening today. And welcome to season five of this podcast. What's changed? Pretty much just the calendar year at this point, but I do plan to make some uh, tweaks over the next uh, few months. Today's essay, which was written about a year ago, is called Inescapable. If I had to give it a title at this point, I probably call it Reasons instead. It's about a study related to the kind of self-improvement ventures that people typically undertake around this time of year and whether they're beneficial, which seems to partly depend on the reasons for doing whatever thing, which produced a bit of an ouchie for me. Well, it made me yell at the television (laughs) at any rate, Um, in which I hope I have some company. Enjoy the show. gut problems, dreaming of escape, maybe you want to run away from it all, literally as well as figuratively, better think twice you capital L loser, running for the wrong reasons won't fix your problems and could turn you into a slavering exercise addict, at least that's how the Channel 4 Boston Reporter characterized a study from the Norwegian University of Science and Technology. Just what someone struggling to keep up a New Year's resolution to improve their mental and physical health needs to hear in mid-January, with Valentine's Day chocolates fast approaching, am I right? My other reaction was that maybe Channel 4's take on the research was a little hinky. There was some ego at stake, I'll admit. I am not neurotypical, and maybe I'm too touchy when it comes to people talking about what I should want or feel. I looked up the study and found out that it's actually exploring escapism, not running. Escapism refers to activity that humans pursue to avoid or forget unpleasant or boring things for a little bit. We all do it on the daily, scrolling the socials, watching a movie, reading a book, or, heaven help us, running. Dr. Frode Stenseng, one of the study's authors, divides escapism into two modes one, self-suppressive, where the intent is to damp down negative thoughts and feelings, and two, self-expansive, where the intent is to seek out positive thoughts and feelings. Running's mental benefits being widely touted, the university researchers developed a survey to figure out whether runners ran to escape, and if so, which mode they favored, and which mode produced more useful results. A survey was born. Respondents were solicited in online runners groups, with 227 surveys completed. The runners were close to evenly divided in gender, and no follow-up interviews were conducted. As Stenseng notes, this is very much a preliminary study. The survey found that approaching running in the self-expansion mode, that is, being attuned to your surroundings as you run and not censoring your emotions correlated more with feelings of improved well being and less with exercise dependence. Running in a self suppressive mode with a big amount of energy devoted to not feeling, not thinking correlated more with exercise dependence and less with improved well being. Exercise dependence, by the way, means some kind of exercise addiction. That is, when exercise routines start to disrupt one's life negatively in terms of time, money, injuries, or mood. It's fuzzy and subjective, and also quite widespread, affecting maybe one in four recreational runners. Sten holds that the mode of self-expansion is better than self-suppression. Mostly, it seems, because suppressing negative emotions also suppresses positive ones. I don't know if that's true, at least for me, but if it is, doesn't that mean that the unsuppressed lows would be lower as well as the highs being higher? I'm not sure I'd want that. A stressed person who starts running with the notion that the activity is going to magically improve everything is probably operating on a misguided belief. I'm not quite sure that anybody does this though. And even if some people do, I don't think it's worthy of censure. I have begun just about every rewarding pursuit in my entire existence for the wrong reasons or with mistaken expectations. I'm always sure that achieving X will make me perfectly content. X has included moving 800 miles away, mastering my scales in 16th notes at 160 beats per minute, finishing a novel, losing 15 pounds, reading the encyclopedia, Having a baby, running six miles in a go, etc. No nirvana. Life problems are inescapable. The sense of well being goes up and down, but even the little escapes, the movies and the scrolling and the books help. Take those 15 pounds, for example. I started going to the gym in my 20s with the thought that losing 15 pounds would fix me. Spoiler, it didn't. This was not a surprise, however. My gym rat days turned out to be quite beneficial, nevertheless, helping to improve my physical condition and giving me a bunch of new friends. We bonded to the disco soundtrack as hunky ex marine sergeant George launched us into another round of jumping jacks or donkey kicks. I rediscovered my love of moving and da- loved the dancing and the people dancing with me. So I really don't like the gatekeeping implications that one must begin a big thing for the right reasons. Begin any way you want. See how you get on. Escape for two minutes or two miles. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your day here. I know lots of people have started some activity with the expectation maybe it's a secret expectation a lot of the time that it's going to fix everything or lots of stuff. Pinning the hopes to something I can't see as terrible. It's just something to learn over time and for me it can be hard to get that lesson unless I go to the ridiculous extreme. In the meantime The activity gets me from one minute to the next, which is kind of sometimes the point. My running days are long behind me and I was never a very serious runner, Um, but my moving days aren't. And I do still love every once in a while running as fast as I can for a minute or two. Sprinting is the thing that really exhilarates me for some reason. And on the daily, dancing and walking continue to be fun. Today's essay comes from my WordPress blog, which is also called The Gene Space, if you'd like to read the original or some of my other work. I have about 300 some essays on there. Also, if you're inclined to support this show, that would be much appreciated. Every little bit helps. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.